Hey, it's George and Jess. Your journey of self-discovery starts here. So this weekend, you get to uh, do something that you are very passionate about. I get to talk about fashion. Well, tell people what you're going to do. I'm so excited. So I um, am going to be speaking at the Moms of Multiples Conference. It's a statewide conference that's hosted here locally, and they have hired me as a presenter at their conference. I'll be hosting a breakout session um, and doing a presentation on identifying your personal style. Because you get people asking you about this all the time. Yeah, and it kind of came on by accident um, during the pandemic. Right. I started posting outfits on my Instagram page because I missed my clothes. I've always loved style. I've always been interested in style and fashion, but um, I started posting pretty much strictly fashion content on my Instagram during the pandemic because I missed getting dressed and I had this closet full of clothes. I mean, I was wearing like sweatpants. Yeah, I was going to say full disclosure. We didn't walk around the house naked. (laughs) Okay, that's fair. That would be weird. So I was wearing like comfortable clothes and I missed like getting dressed up. So I started posting about fashion and that's when I really started to hone in on my own unique style, my own personal style where like I'm, I just got really passionate about kind of the psychology that goes along with fashion and style. Elaborate on that a bit if you could. Yeah, so kind of like why we wear what we wear, how it makes us feel, and how you can really like step into another version of yourself when you own your personal style, whether it's outrageous or just simple and classic. Like when a woman knows her style and and rocks it and owns it, she has a certain confidence that you can't quite put your finger on. But it's there and it's because she is fully stepping into her own style. Why do you think some people struggle with finding that? They don't know how to find it. Like there's a process that goes into it. And this is what I'm going to be speaking on. There's a process that goes into identifying your personal style that we are not taught. And I think we inherently have it in us somewhere. How did you learn? We just have to pull it out. Um, Well, I've always loved it. I've always loved fashion. And I, I don't think that you have to love fashion to find your own style. Right. I think that there's a process you can go through and some people will find, go through the process, find their style and be happy. And like, that will be the end. Some will find it and like really develop it and grow it and work with it and have fun with it. There's different levels, but I think we all have it in us and every woman, because that's what I teach is for women. I haven't dove into men's fashion, but I think every person that, wants to express themselves through that energy of style can. Do you think a lot of uh, women fall into the trap of just looking to find out what's trending and try to to wear that? And and for a lot of us, that's how we learned to shop. Right. Because what's hot now? What's what's, what's everybody else wearing? And interestingly, if you go back into the history of fashion, like for a lot, for 
not too far into our recent history, fashion was really customized. Like you would go to a dressmaker, you know, or there was five dresses to choose from and you, what I'm trying to say is there was, there's so much more selection now. Sure. And as fashion became more accessible, we just kept consuming. Like the trends were able to change so fast when it became mass produced because yeah. they just could keep making more. Right. And when they changed the trends, women started buying more because the trend was always changing. I think that liberated approach to it, like dressing how you want is uh, a thing that has probably evolved more over the last 30 or 40 years. Right, because there's so many choices. Right, and not only that, but I think just the women in general becoming more free-spirited and independent. Yeah, completely. Right? Yeah. But I think like the reason that we don't know how to find our style is because there's so much and they're always telling us that something new is stylish. Right. Rather than define it for yourself, what feels good on you, we're relying on the you're relying on people telling you the what, labels, you know. the magazines, the media telling us what we should be wearing. Right. So you're not customizing it like like it, fashion was intended to be. Right. Like the what was the what were those uh, those horrible leggings that were out for a while that well, like pizza slices. Oh. Women's, what were those? Things? <laughs> they made a Netflix documentary L about row. Yeah. <laughs> Because it was all an MLM scam, right? right and then all, was, the, yeah. all those women that bought because they had you had to buy the product. Yes, you had to carry inventory. Yeah, and then and then like they, they brainwashed a generation. It all went shit. Like for yeah. three years, <laughs> right. they brainwashed this whole generation of women that wearing leggings with squirrels on them was like the epitome of fashion. Isn't it funny? Style. Isn't it funny how influence the power of influence totally. when it comes to, when it comes to the media and especially with like social media and stuff like that. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And I don't I don't think trends are bad. Right. But I think you need to find trends that you legitimately like that you want to incorporate like long term into your fashion to right. your look. Where where do you think your love of fashion evolved from um both of my grandmas were pretty stylish oh yeah but they both had buckets of dress-up clothes yeah and we spent a ton of time at our grandparents houses as kids and that's what we played is dress up and so we would drag out this box of old dresses from the 60s you know and everything was floor length on us because we were little girls right and we would make up scenes and dances and we would play out who we were in these dresses. And that's, that was what we played. Your uh, grandma Heidelbauer. Mm -hmm. I could totally see that. Oh my God. She was, and, I mean, she still is. She's and, 80 something and she's still fabulous. Cause not everybody embraces it. Like you have, like I would say that you and your aunt Joellen have that sense. Yes. Right. Really on top of it. I mean, and you just, I get it. Now I, I can see that. And because she sent you, because like the clothes that she sent you that she wore in like the 70s when she was growing yeah. up, I was like, I because I remember that stuff because I was really little, like Clara's age. And I remember the the high school girls and 
and the young women in the neighborhood dressing like that. Yeah. I'm like, wow, she was on top of it. She was, and she saves everything. Yeah. So she saved me, or she didn't save it for me. She had saved um, like some bell bottoms and some dresses and some turtlenecks that she had given to me. They don't fit me. She was taller and thinner than I am. Um, so they don't fit me. But then just the other day, she had sent up a box with my dad and stepmom from the farm. And it was a brown leather midi skirt from probably like 1990. It was Pendleton brand, 100% leather, made in the USA. Just this beautiful awesome, garment yeah. that you cannot buy anymore. And it's like those kinds of things are so meaningful to me. And it's it's those stories that come along with them. I mean, to me, fashion is like so much more than just the, the clothes that we're wearing. Are you going to address the, uh, the uh, you know, like the, the waste issue? Uh, so here's, that's a great question. So I have a 45 minute presentation on Saturday. And as my fashion journey has evolved, there's been things that have evolved with it. Yeah, because we are of my own values and view on the industry. Like that as is a more. huge problem. So I'm going to mostly be speaking on this process to figure out like why you're shopping. Like what is the trigger that's making you that's got you where you are currently with whatever clothes you have and then working through like figuring out how to identify like how you want to dress. Like what story do you want your clothes to tell? So I'm going to be spending most of the time on that process. But the waste issue is becoming something that I'm getting really passionate about. Sure. And I think that goes along with it. Once you know your style, you're only buying things that you're going to wear. And so you're automatically reducing the amount you're consuming because you understand what you're going to wear. It goes back to that capsule wardrobe. Yeah. And for a long time, even that term for me was like, oh, that sounds boring. Right. Like a capsule wardrobe sure. only only having, you know, a small amount of clothes. But I think if you customize that and it's like a capsule wardrobe that is so you and everything goes together, that's right. perfect. Sure. You're reducing your waste. You're owning your style. Like it all do just you, comes together. Do you think you could do that? Um, I have dramatically reduced the amount of clothes I buy. I have. Oh yeah. That you purchase. That I yeah, purchase. Right, I, yeah. I rent six pieces a month from I, a company called newly. I think that's one of the best things that they've come up with specifically for somebody like you. Yes. That is always constantly evolving and changing is the, the ability to rent return, like on a monthly basis, on a monthly basis, it's $80. Um, you get six pieces, you keep them for a month, you return them. If you like them, you can buy them at a reduced price. Um, but it has been amazing for playing with my style because you can experiment. Like, am I a person that wears wide-legged Wranglers? Let's find out. Maybe I am. So I rent them. <laughs> you know how I feel about Wranglers. Oh God, they're so cool. They, they just came. I haven't worn them yet. So Explain to people what they are because they're they're they are not the Willie Nelson Wranglers. They're wide-legged Wrangler blue jeans, and they got a different pattern. And they have a quilt pattern on them. Yeah, they're outrageous. It looks like something out of the seventies. I absolutely love them. So yeah. yes, renting has given me an opportunity to experiment and really 
have fun with fashion and style and also dramatically reducing the amount of clothes that I've actually purchased. What do you think is the number one reason most women don't embrace their style because they think a lot of them probably feel something, but there's, I think there's an apprehension. I think the, the very first place to start is your body image. I hear from so many women like, Oh, when I lose weight, I'm really going to buy some nice clothes right. or these limitations that they're putting on themselves because of how they look. And I mean, we just talked about this on yesterday's episode. I have no problem with people losing weight for health reasons and taking those steps. But I truly believe that everyone deserves to wear clothes that feel great and fit them comfortably. Full stop. Right. Not when I'm this or if I get to this, like, but at any time. But we talk, we've talked, we talk about that a lot. That's, it's a never ending quest in this country. And a lot of people that live their lives like, oh, when I get to this point, right. that's why I think do. you should fully be able to feel great in what you're wearing right now. And so I think body image is the first step. Serious question. Here. Yeah. Do, do some of the top designers, because I, I'm a firm believer in buying quality clothing. Yes. I, I think I, it, it feels better. It fits better. It just lasts longer. It's worth the investment. Yeah. Do top designers make clothing for all shapes and sizes like high fashion designers no like a chanel they're definitely have a like gucci no no okay i shouldn't say no so quickly i don't know like the thing about like gucci or chanel like you you have the couture line that you see on the runway sure and then you have like a store line and then there, a lot of those brands have like mid-tier lines that you're getting like at Nordstrom Rack, you know, where they're they're putting a label on something that that's not high quality so that they can sell it at mass retail. Right. Does that make sense? Yes, absolutely. Yeah. So I shouldn't say like, no, Gucci doesn't have extended sizing. Like their couture line that you see on the runway. No. No way. No. I mean, unless you're ordering something custom, the mid-tier lines, the department store lines, probably. Well, I think, I think stores like Nordstrom, anybody can shop and they have all of that stuff. You can literally, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, like yeah. most, most like of your department store, sure. mid-tier yeah. high fashion lines are going to be available in more sizes. Right. I'm not going to say totally size inclusive. I, I think that people. And I, I don't know, you you probably obviously would have a better handle on this as far as women. But I think that people in general get so caught up in mainstream yeah, that they get to a point in their lives, whether it's when they, I think a lot of them, when they get into uh, their mid-20s and they get that first job, they're out of, they're out of college, mm-hmm. and then they start to evolve and become an adult and they've never embraced it to that point and it feels awkward to them and they feel like people are gonna look at them weird. Completely, and as kids, we're not encouraged oftentimes to, you know, it's like make sure it matches, you're being told what to wear as a kid. And so we're not taught at that age. And then we get to the point where we get self-conscious and we are aware of other people's opinions of us and that closes us down a little bit more because we don't want anyone to 
make fun of us, when, right. you know, when we're kids. And then, yeah, you become an adult and you're like, I just got to, I don't want to draw any attention. I don't want any of that. Well, you t- they, they almost feel like embarrassed because people will notice. Right. And it's not a bad thing, by the way. Right. Most people will be like, I mean. Right. If you're like a guy and you're, you like the color pink. Right. And you're like, well, that's more acceptable now than I, well, you know what? But it's still, but I'll say that something, well, where we live, it would draw attention. If you were a guy and you wore, if you're, if where we live, if you're not wearing jeans from the 1990s in a flannel, (laughs) no, no, by the way, there are, there are some sharp dressers. The guys, the guys that I I go to the gym with, most of those guys are sharp dressers. Sure, but yeah, you notice yeah, right. that it's different than but the, the majority. But again, it goes back to a mindset. They're taking care of their body yeah. and they also care about what they're wearing and the way they look. Right, and that's the, yes. the thing that I'm saying where it's like the clothes you're wearing, whether you're into fashion and style or not, are are reflecting how you feel Yeah, about yourself on the inside. Absolutely, not even a question. Yeah, and so yeah. like that's that's what I'm gonna teach is like understanding that concept and then figuring out like, what story do I want to be telling? Who was it who said, you look good, you feel good? I don't know, but. Clara's raising her hand. She's like, I said it. <laughs> um, she probably did. <laughs> but I mean, that 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 is honest to God truth. Yeah, and you don't. It is. You don't have to spend a thousand dollars on a dress to look good. Like you don't, you don't have to have the perfect body. You don't have to have fake nails. Like that's not it. It's like, what care are you putting into your inside that's enabling you to reflect it on the outside? I think a lot of people have been apprehensive because of price tags. And I would and I, I would like to believe that that's going away because if you buy quality clothing and you're going to use it and wear it on a regular basis, it's worth it. And it's better, like going back to that capsule wardrobe mm-hmm. that we talk about. Yeah. I, I like that idea because of the environmental aspect of it. If you see how much waste, there are people that will go buy clothing from like H&M, wear it once and throw it away. A staggering statistic is that the average piece of clothing in the United States is worn seven times. Isn't that crazy? Discarded. And we throw it away. Seven times. And there are people all over this planet that would do anything to have just, why do you think when, when they print off the t-shirts for, you know, like, yeah, like the NFC yeah. championship yeah, and, and the wrong team wins, but they've got them all ready to go. They, they you know, they, you see them running them out in the middle of nowhere with choppers in Africa somewhere. And people are just happy to have a new t-shirt to wear. And the other side of that is like the stuff that we're wasting because it's so low quality. There's no resale value. And right. It's, it goes to a, it's not getting bought at a thrift store because it's poor quality. So it's going to a landfill and most of them are not in the and, United States. And we they're have, in other countries and yeah. we're just sending our waste and trash for them to deal with. And there's the human condition point here as well that we haven't even talked of about. Who's making there's the some clothes. guy there's some guy in China making twelve cents a day, right? Yeah. Working twelve hours a day, seven days a week, three hundred and sixty five. Four days a year. There are some incredible documentaries about don't do yeah the true cost of cheap clothes. Well, it's that yeah. I mean, I mean, it's it's so eye opening. And since I've watched them, I've read a couple books. I'm I've become really aware. And I'm don't beat yourself up because it's not designed 
to be the way that we're talking about. Like, right. It's not designed for you to buy clothes most and wear them people, forever. Most people will shop for sometimes for cheaper clothing because it's what they can afford. No, absolutely. And so it's like, it's the problem goes so high and so deep. It goes back to when I talk about this all the time, greed. Yes. It's all about greed. Yes. And it's just this consumption that is crammed on our throats that we constantly have to be. Buy, buy, buy. Buying new and more and it is, it, it's bananas. Right. So if, that, so if you're like, oh my God, that's what I do. Like, yeah, that's what almost everybody does. And that's why it's a problem. Yeah. But if we're not aware of it, we can't change it. Before we get too far off the rails. I know, though, I'm, I we're am, going back. Let's go, I thought let, we were just going to be like, oh yeah, I'm giving a speech. I didn't realize you were going to interview no, me. No, but you're going to. Is, you are. You are interviewing <laughs> well, that, me. That's what I do. <laughs> you are going to uh, talk to women about finding their passion. Yes. Uh, finding my, their personal yes. style in whatever way that feels good to them. Right. So that's what I'm. So is this going to be like step-by-step -step instruction? Kind of. It's, it's a, like a process that I'm going to walk them through. Right. And it's super condensed. Ultimately, I'm going to release this as a digital course. Right. That will be several module modulars long. Yeah. Modules. You've been working extensively on that. How long before you think so that you will have this complete. I want to I want to give my my presentation yeah on Saturday and then see if there's anything I want to tweak after kind of having a, an audience sure. consume it right. and then I want to record it and right. and put it out into the world because this, I think that it's um Oh, it's going to do well. I think yeah, I think I that don't know. I, I just I no, feel No, the like reason I say that is I know being married to you, I know how many women are constantly asking you for advice. All the time. All the time because of your Instagram account. Account. You haven't even mentioned it. Oh, tell, yeah. tell people how to find you on the gram. Jess B underscore styleology. Styleology like the the study You'll of, pop right up, right? The study of fashion, which I, I have to credit my friend Emily because she named it. Emily's Emily is a fashionista. She's, she's a fat. She is a woman who owns her own style. Right. And I love that about her. Um, so yeah, anyway, I'm it's, I really love talking about it and I feel like it is something that women need guidance on and I'm not going to tell you what to wear. Right. Like I'm not that kind of a it's stylist. About finding your own style. I'm going to help you figure out what you want to wear. Sure. Now, mm. now to, to be clear here, not anybody can just show up and crash this party. No, it is a ticketed event. But, it's a conference. But everything that you've been talking about, like you said, will be available in an online course. Yes, I yes. am. I am releasing a digital course with this material and I'm super excited about it. It's going to be awesome. I can't wait. I can't wait to come back here on Monday and talk about and, I hope and, I don't. and talk about how it Oof. went because it was a popular Yes, it was a popular breakout. Yeah, it was. It's so they they, they let you know that. So it's, I I can totally see you just. They'll probably have to cut you off and be like, "That's enough." I know. I've had to practice a few times because I'm afraid I could <laughs> I could literally go on for days. For days, it's going to be fun. I'm sure you're going to have a good time, and it'll be fun to uh, share how it went. And then ultimately, uh, again, like you said, people will be able yeah. to get that the same thing that you're offering. Uh, with an online course. And I think a lot of people could benefit from that because it's a difficult thing to figure out. There's nothing worse. Even if you're going into a finer clothing store, there's nothing worse than when somebody tries to put you in something that you're not comfortable wearing. Yeah. That yep. sucks. Guys and, and women alike. I, I know that feeling 
when they were like, oh, this this is who you, no, that's not who I am. Yeah, or when you I get dressed like and you just don't feel good. Right. You just, it doesn't, doesn't matter. feel good. Yeah, yeah, I know like, that, I know the feeling. You could, you can feel good. Yes. All the time. Yes, you can. Most of the time. <laughs> All right. So it's great. It's cool. I can't wait. We'll, we'll get back to you on Monday morning and let you know how this went. On that note, it looks like we're in for a chilly and and blah. kind of blah week. We're all, well, it's May Monday, so we got we to gotta keep our heads up. It's going to be May. There you go. It's the Justin Timberlake <laughs> memes are going to be everywhere. All right. Have yourself a fantastic weekend. We'll be back with you next week.